Hello, 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 and welcome to Your Aunties Could Never, a podcast for cool aunties and uncles everywhere, um, where you might hear no-nonsense, straight talkings, and I'm Auntie AK, and I'm here with... Auntie Nana. And Auntie Shade. And unfortunately, Auntie Farah is not well, so she's not with us tonight. We're sending her lots of love and get better, get better, get better. <laughs> Auntie Nana, I think you're going to step in for Auntie Farah with your warm-up game. All right. This, this was a, a brilliant question that Auntie Shade found. I'll read it out for us. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you've been kidnapped. Your kidnappers allow you to keep posting on social media to pretend everything is all right. What would you post? What would alarm your followers without the kidnappers knowing you're asking for help? I said probably me sitting at a table eating egg sandwiches or eggs, clearly eating eggs. You'll know something's up. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually pretty true. You know? <laughs> If you see me ever anywhere just sitting there eating egg, especially a boiled egg, and I'm just chewing it for fun, then you know I'm under duress. Save me. <laughs> so every day you would be posting like egg posts? I'd have to. What else could I do that? You should know something's wrong if I'm posting egg posts and celebrating eggs. Yeah, 100%. I would think something's wrong. Like yeah. I would contact someone. <laughs> like, like is everything okay oh, forgive me guys i'm a bit tired today still recovering i think for me maybe like things like to do with like dogs or because i hate dogs <laughs> I oh, really yes. like that or oh no do you know what would be a dead giveaway probably like spiders or anything outdoorsy or that uh, cheap <laughs> <laughs> Like, if you, like, oh, I've just found this bargain. <laughs> or, oh, I really want to go fly and Ryanair. Like, do you know what I mean? You would know. That's odd. Like, of course, yeah, spiders. Anything to do with, like, spiders. Yeah, I think that would be really weird. Okay. I didn't actually know that you didn't like dogs. Oh, serious? Oh, no. no. Okay. All right. <laughs> But we'll look out for those. I think mine would just be classic things of like vote Labour, vote <laughs> anything to do with like voting or oh my god, I went to this rally or something like that. Really? Where it's positive for the government, then you should know that somebody has me under duress. And yeah. you're, you're not going to see a vote Labour sign anywhere or a vote Conservative or vote Lib Dem. If you see that's the bird signal. <laughs> okay it's very interesting <laughs> thank you okay. Hi, comment what would you do what would you put out there for the aunties to guess that you were under stress and kidnapped basically okay who are you welcoming to the family i'm welcoming so i think many episodes ago i said i had like a new venture ever and i've come together with like like Danai and beverly and we successfully pulled off like our first campaign with our client major league djs they had a sold out show in brixton <laughs> my hometown and yeah five thousand people it's piano it was just such an epic night and we were doing like pr and some like activations and stuff and i'm just welcoming them into the family because i'm just so proud of us i really am it really went well it was crazy it was a crazy ride but it went well 
and people have just been like sending us all the good messages and everything yeah. like that so just really happy um, and stuff yeah welcome them and Lammy who's new to our team and Kez as well who's in our team yes we love them anyway for their extra welcome. Well done, guys. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. How many was that? Did you say 5,000 people? That's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So that was like totally sold out. Yeah, totally I'm sold down. out. The guest was, was crazy. What was the and... highlight of the night for you? Oh. <sighs> Obviously, seeing the boys play is always like a moment. Like Hamza, the UK's art artist, she done a little cameo. I say little, it was great. But yeah, she done a pretty amazing. Niptizzle played before the boys. He's just shut it down. Niptizzle just shuts it down every single time. And it was just sick. Obviously doing my job, but being on stage and all that kind of stuff and just the energy of the crowds and art, oh, it's just sick. It's just absolutely sick. So yeah, it's hard to choose. It's hard to choose. NSG was there as well. They yeah, done, um, uh what do you call it surprise kind of performance and um mr easy as well yeah so yeah okay speaking of highlights now what was your highlight of your week so far or last week highlights of your day of your day Um, certainly today highlight i can't think of a highlight of today it's been an all right day when the sun came out was nice because that like beamed on my face as i sat by the window that's nice quite a nice feeling but overall, it would be Sunday, which is going to be my glad anyway, but really doing the Rap Party podcast and chilling out with you guys. That's been a highlight of my week so far. Yes, yeah, same. I think that'll be, that's that on that. Okay, let's move on. Where are we at now? By the way, guys, we have a Patreon. Please sign up. We have three tiers. Make a choice. And that'll be patreon.com. Your aunties could never. Did I say right, Auntie Nana? There we go. Yeah, all together. Forward slash, there you go, forward slash. <laughs> okay, guys, now it's time to get into what have you heard where we discuss the news, the news stories that's got us talking in the world. I think I'm even up first. And yeah. just to get straight into it, my story is Spain is set to become the first Western country to offer menstrual leave. This is where women in Spain can take, I think, up to three days a month or something like that off from work oh. with pay to accommodate their time of the month discomforts. Do you think it will take off? It's a good idea, it's about time. It's a long time coming, but what do you guys think of it? Is there any negative to this? Could you foresee this starting a trend in something that's going to be counterproductive to women at all? No. Can't take a conspiracy into it, who knows? I can't see it being negative. No. Although no. I think there, there could just be a lot more pressure just put on to women in general, like maybe a bit more, under, I don't know if people will understand, they'll just think, that they're using it as an excuse. I can't lie. <laughs> Go on. If I wanted to, <laughs> it would be the perfect excuse if I wanted to just pop off somewhere for a little bit. If I had an employer, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I need to go. It's that time. But then what do you do if you've got a regular period? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or something like that. Like, that, that, then it's your, is your boss a doctor? Do you know what I mean? Like, how can they tell you how many days you can take off or how many that you need and stuff like that? How would it be regulated? I think it's just a lot of private information to share with someone that's probably not qualified to have that, to be honest. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I hadn't really thought about it like that. I think, you know, I, I think overall this is a real positive for those people that do suffer really badly 
from like bad period pains and for up until now they've been taking time off but that's not been paid for or it's going on their sick leave or they could be being like elevated and you have to then get a doctor's note and all of that I think this is a positive step and I really hope other countries follow suit as well Spain's always been really good for women's health one of the leaders in it and even their cancer treatment is so much better than the UK they follow through properly with like most kind of cervical cancers and breast cancer and they have other things that we don't do here which loses a lot of life so I'm yeah I'm like this is wicked I hope it carries on throughout the world we are important after all like everybody yeah. should value women yeah I think I, I welcome it all as well. It's just the only thing, not, no, it's not even, it's, it's just how would that be explained? I think Aunt Charlotte, you touched on it. How would it be explained? How do you define what it is? Is it in the whole, you know, um, team diary? Period time, so A, B, C, D is off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I know it can be more discreet, but it's just how does it, how is it identified to the rest of the team that this is why the person's off? I know you can just take sick leave, but is there any way of it being like that misogynistic man and be like, oh, you get your time off again, your period time, you know, that type of stuff. It could foster a kind of interesting workplace environment, possibly. Or it really normalises having your period. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be when you are like really in pain and you do call up and you speak to a manager and it's usually like really awkward and hurrying you off the phone and stuff. Maybe it would just normalize it. Mm. Like we can, we know, okay, so this is the symptom that you have. You don't have to go into, oh, I bleed heavily. It's just this time I'm not able to actually do my work. Like it's really affecting me and it's just menstrual leave. We can say it. (laughs) I know this is probably like Sade's worst thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not my favorite yeah. I, just, I, I, also, I just don't think people are kind <laughs> in general kind of thing like if the I, I just people could probably work out your cycle don't I don't like that <laughs> I don't the, yeah I don't know what if they're like if you not move job but then I think like sexist men could be like they don't necessarily want a woman working for them because of that because it's another way to get time off less hours done and stuff actually not even just sexist men let's just say people with sexist mindsets because women can be sexist too and yeah it could be weaponized again 100 percent. i just don't think that in practice although it's, it might be a legal requirement and stuff like here like n- nothing that's given to us is seen as like a real positive to <laughs> in the workplace really and truly it's just like women who get maternity you know people that get maternity leave or paternity leave with like women coming back to the office after that they just feel a lot of pressure or they're given like different tasks or they're given or they're worked out of their job they don't necessarily have a job when they come back to it and stuff and things like that so i think if they can do that for that kind of care then this is like an easier way to get rid of people on a monthly basis. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does, it does. That was the right place to make it. (laughs) Although not everybody is going to be taking the time off. No. Not everybody has really heavy or, you know, painful periods. But for the people that do, I think it's fair that it would be available. But let's say you had lots of female staff you may just get one or two within a pack of like 20 people that need this facility. It wouldn't be everybody. 
the only thing I think of that, and I'm only just picking holes because it's a great idea, of course, but it's the, then that same pressure thing that Aunt Charlie mentioned, where you're going to be pressured not to take that time off because you don't want to be seen as all the other women and a stereotypical woman because you're mm. trying to survive in a male-dominated environment. She might be like, I'm not going to take my time off. She's still going to be in the same place suffering in silence because if they're like, oh, especially those comments, oh, so-and-so is off for us monthly, so you're going to try and fight against that in every way. Do you know what would, be, what would be good if you could just take three days off a month with no explanation and it's it, yeah. it's not assigned to what you're suffering, it's no one's business, you just are allowed to do that. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. every gender that I've yeah, no, yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Everybody should be able to do that. And then you've got, then it is fairer. Unless people no, I, I, I actually like that idea. I actually think that's a really good one. Yeah. If you smoke, you can take a cigarette break, but if you can't, if you don't smoke, you can't take yeah. that break. Yeah. It's, it's, it's normalising, so everyone, no one feels put out. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you could just have three days off and those could be mental health days. Yeah. Like when you're just like, I can't do this today. Mm-hmm. Or somebody yeah. gets killed. If it's yeah, like, from the black community, like literally like you need your mental health day. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't face folks. I was going to say that the only problem with women and sinking. So it's like, so A, B, C, D, E, F, G, women's all out. People <laughs> think. It's like, can't win. But no, it's a good idea. Anyway, moving on. Auntie Nana, what have you heard? Okay, so um, I really wanted to get into what happened in New York. Was this yesterday? I think Saturday or Sunday that took place where a lone traveled down to Buffalo and shot over 10 people, but 10 people have died so far of gunshot wounds. And he's it's done the stereotypical rounds in all the papers. Some have really concentrated on lone white man. He's 18, that he was probably heavily influenced by online forums, but it's come to light today that he was actually known to the authorities that his school he did, he said something to some teachers and they went to the authorities that they're actually really worried about him and he was sent to counselling. Nothing came of that. He bought the gun legally as well. So nothing was raised about his mental health. It didn't go down on a file in any way, shape or form. I just wanted to discuss what can we do about white pathology and also should his parents or somebody in authority or people that he was speaking to online face RICO charges, like all of the rappers that are all tied up in various different gang activities through conversations, through rap lyrics, but they're all tied up in this thing and they are now facing charges. Should this be going on with white supremacists as well? Lots there. If, um... Yeah. If, it can, if it can be traced back and you can follow the thread and see a clear direct line of influence or, or hazy line influence, because it doesn't take much for, we've got the, what's, the, what's our one over here? That's not Rico, what's it? Uh, joint Enterprise. Joint, yeah. en- joint Enterprise. Joint Enterprise just catches anyone, your toes in, then you're also part of the gang. So mm-hmm. as long as there's some sort of thread that can be built from that person, I think the people involved in raising, influencing, encouraging, supporting, endorsing, ideals that send someone out to go and kill people because of their race or because of whatever they do that they don't just that they don't agree with everyone needs to come down apply the same effort 
that you've done. I'm, I'm not um, also advocating for free ABC rapper either, because if you did it, then you did it, by the way. Yeah, I I don't know about the dumb by association thing unless they're proved to have actually groomed their child to think yeah. like this. I think that if you can track where the, that person has been radicalised, then that person you know what I mean, yeah. who's influenced them, that's the responsibility. I don't think it necessarily goes immediately with the parents because at 18, typically, a person of 18 usually quite independent. You don't really know everything that's going on with the child. They're left to their own devices and all that kind of stuff. So you wouldn't necessarily know everything that's happening with them. And it makes you a bit numb. And I do hope that people are taking care of themselves in this time and stuff, like obviously black people, because the way things are being reported, it's always like a matter of fact. There's always like hints of sympathy or, do you know what I mean? Like with the, I can't, you can't even call him alleged, right? He is the murderer. I think, I, 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 but I still don't think that this is, it's not our problem. We can't, we as black people can't solve, this is a white community problem and that they need to, that, that they need to address that, like that their children are being radicalized and becoming terrorists in their own country. That's, that's what's happening and that, that they need to address it. I just don't think, like, it's just you're preaching to the choir. There's nothing we can do. Like young black children are not being radicalized to go and shoot up white people that's not happening that's not the mm. case it's, it's the reverse so do you know what I mean I, I wouldn't it's hard to I think it's almost unfair to put this on us we're the victims like our victims in our community and then you want us to solve the problem it's ridiculous do you know what I mean I think it's I think it's definitely within the whatever you want to call it for but for want for a better phrase but in the white community they need to take this seriously and understand that terrorism is growing in their country and then also just maybe stop making a mountain out of mohill about like black education studies and like just general history or what is it critical race theory like this yeah. made up thing it's just ridiculous and just don't <laughs> like because if you don't have education this is what happens this is what happens and i think it is conspiracy theory space but like this whole what is it called race is it race replacement or something theory what that, he was say again what, hit the, what that community he was a part of was scared of. Yeah, it. so, but this is, it seems to be all kind of connected, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that uh, the birth rates of white Americans are going down and they feel that there's more immigrants coming in and they're being slowly replaced, either by immigrants or by interracial couples who are making interracial babies. So, <sighs> this is why you're seeing, like, Abortion laws being attempted to be turned over. I don't think it's like finalized yet, but it looks like it's likely going to happen. Yeah. You know? And like a lot of states are actually going to remove abortion rights and that sort of thing. Because they're scared of that both right and being replaced. But I just, which is a symptom of white supremacy. Like, but we can't, we, <laughs> black people can't solve white supremacy. White people have to solve white supremacy. It's a sickness, it's pathological. It needs to be dealt with um, as such and be taken seriously. I don't know. I don't think it's up to us. Okay, so I think you encapsulated the whole thing because it is a pathology that, and it feeds through 
in lots of different ways. I don't think, I agree, I don't think we can solve this because it is definitely is an art issue, but it becomes our issue because it permeates all parts of society and then we become the victims of it. So Chance, Chance the Rapper tweeted this morning, black people globally should be in conversation with each other privately, in quotation marks, enclosed thing, whatever that's called, about the race massacre happened yesterday and how we should respond. And I do think that's something that we should be thinking about. What do we actually do? Because it's well, everywhere. And obviously they have these figures now where it's like 2040, especially in America, they're saying that white people are going to be the minority. So there's a real fear that they have had for centuries. And we're all kind of being blind to this kind of pathological space that they are occupying. And I do think it's quite a, a, a large majority of them because it goes through law, how it's being enforced, education. It's like it's everywhere. So how do we... We, I don't think we can keep a blind eye. I don't think it's going to get better. I don't think it's going to go. We have to think about how we're actually going to tackle this head well, on if we are going to be living in 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 union with each other. Like unless well, we're going to go to segregation, I can't. I think we've got to do so. We have to discuss this really. Like actually, what can we do to keep up to keep us safe? From what we're literally not safe. That guy drove how many miles to a different country. he has the legal right to have a weapon like people just going about their day like that's the thing it's just days i can't think of literally anything that hasn't already been done or isn't already talked about that can change this from the black community's perspective what the hell can they do Oh, we, sorry, I guess it's... I think um, I agree that it's not for us to do, but we. I also agree that we can't sit there and not do anything amongst ourselves, and that's what it's always been. We need to look inwards. We've been too distracted looking at what they're doing. I'm saying in general terms that we've forgotten to... We've neglected our how we work connected. We forget how we work in collaboration with each other and how to do that. And I think I also remember the the conversations of us not getting together because once we start grouping, they're onto us, they spy on us, they find the ways to infiltrate us. They always get into what we're planning. So how do you plan without alerting anybody? Because then somewhere there's always someone that turns, is a turncoat. There's always someone that will take the deal and then snitch on everybody else. There's always someone. And that's our legacy, unfortunately. And it's hard to break. I think, do you know what it is? Time. We have had time on our side and now time's running out, essentially. So how do we undo so many years and generations of brainwash in this short amount of time? 2040 is around the corner. Mm. So this fear that we're feeling, we need, we do need to coordinate. We do need to prepare in defense of, it's not a rather, it's not maybe to resolve it. It's in defense of what's potentially coming. And that's yeah. where I would be like, I, with all good intentions, you could find a group, you can connect to a group and hopefully that group will have some groundswell in the time of need, but there's no guarantee. I don't know how we have not figured out how to be so internet interconnected across all our countries, every person of color, and even the brown people too, to unite or have some sort of, look, when, when it's gangs to do neutral territory, so we're at this point, this is where neutral territory is, and we come together and we face the enemy together. Where's that ground zero? We haven't thought about that. There's definitely that. He goes on to say it shouldn't be an organization for exactly those points, because when there is an organization that we all point towards, 
that dissolves in some way. It is like some type of, I guess, like another underground railroad type of system that we have like our special signals to each other. But I do think like these things are going to keep on happening. Yeah, but I guess my point is, unless white people make the change to out people who have racist viewpoints to like literally freeze them out, make it difficult, like let's say change laws so it's taken more seriously, let's, what do you call it? People get them, what's it called? Like when they get arrested, do you know what I mean? It's not, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do that's not already being done. Like it's, it's to say that there's not organizations or like communities that are trying to keep under the radar, that, that happens, we have to, educate our young boys and our young girls on how to talk to the police, how to deal with white people who, do you know what I mean? And how to be like like a, a calm citizen in the face of racism. What more, like one step yes. going away from organized vigilante in like with arms, what the hell? I just don't understand. I feel quite strongly about this. I hear your passion because it's that thing. It's and I think it's a similar thing. What I'm saying that we've it's such a short space of time to try and turn the whole thing and become this united arms across the world defending or rejecting white supremacy that it is what's existing already. But it, I, it, it it's maybe enhancing those connections, enhancing that education of our children. What's that going to do? No, but I'm like preparing us to be ready for whatever's coming. It's only that we can't change what they do. They have to change what they do. We can't change, but we also must be ready for what's coming, essentially. How do we do that? Because they, if they choose to, they can leave us devastated because they've done it before. And we will always survive and rise through the cracks and come back again. But what we could, what could we do to minimise that day that they switch? Uh, That's all well, I'm saying. Unless, like, unless you're yeah. in control and you control the laws or the money, that's the only way that you're going to have that kind of influence over the daily lives of people, which also include black people. That's just, I know it's very bleak, but I just think that the people that make the laws, who um, own the media, who run the education system, who essentially uphold the pillars of society, they're the ones that perpetuate this racist white supremacy, like, in yeah. every aspect of society. So you need to get those people out and they need to be replaced by good-hearted white is. people or anybody. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that, but... No, I get it. But it is if everybody is wired to survive in whatever capacity, I think how... I think it's super naive of black people to really think that anything is going to change. Yeah, 100%. If you're, if you're hard wired to be like no but we're under threat if the shoe was under foot on the other foot i do think actually what we are wanting to take place is not going to happen so how do we prepare ourselves for that what should we be doing to prepare well, what ourselves? Are we preparing ourselves can we actually for? really live together is more what i'm getting to is like can mm. we actually live together without there being a constant threat of violence against us once we calm down afterwards, yeah, because every human, every society manages to survive. But the first reaction to that will be no way we don't trust it. There's going to be a, that the brainwash is real. People are going to be infighting and going nuts because they're just going to be scrambling. And then the calm. 
No civil rights movement, as far as I'm aware, has been able to be successful without white people supporting the movement. Allowing them. But do you know what I mean? That's that's, that's, that's been an allowance. White people have to be able to... They have to make the change in order for any change to happen. That's essentially my point. I don't agree also that we should necessarily be at the forefront of this movement again. Like, it Mm. needs to come from them because why are we doing all the work and then everyone benefits for a bit and then we have to lose (laughs) people and lives and all that kind of stuff. You get out there, you do the front, like, you do the hard work that needs to be done if this is what you believe in. I agree. I just think we... I also agree that we should be prepared. Whatever it is, just... And what does that mean? If if it means having more time... If it means having more time to be more aware of your history, your culture, if it means having more lessons with your kids and developing them. It doesn't necessarily mean like we can create a whole... Anyway, but there's ways of enhancing it and maybe maybe pushing in areas where what are we focused on as a community? What are the arguments that we're focusing? Are we talking about social media's uh, relationship status or are we talking or supporting someone who's got a platform that's saying, let's get um, critical race theory into our schools? Are we focusing on energy? So it's maybe having these conversations where we're debating it. There's a little nugget of information that gets out there that's, that encourages someone to do something a bit different. And that's how we incrementally do a big thing because we can't force people to do anything. People are ex- already doing it, but there's nothing wrong with enhancing the message every so often so it reminds people or maybe wakes up people who haven't thought about it or just gives someone encouragement or someone information. And maybe the next time or the third time or the fourth time they hear the message, they do something. I think that's the only way we get stronger rather than just saying it's that. And it's not our no, I just don't... I, I think that these things are being done. I think it's easy to... And also, as well, it's just... we. I don't know how we can get out of this, but it always seems like, oh, we have to do something because <laughs> that's going to make a difference. I, I, I do get what you're saying. I, I do get what you're saying. I just don't think that people are honestly actually talking about white pathology. Honestly. Like, being really upfront with each other. Within our community or outside our community? In every way. I think most people tiptoe around it. I think white people tiptoe around it. I think black people tiptoe around it, around white people. We're not really discussing what is going on that everybody knows, because whenever like you watch um, that Jane woman doing a, a talk with women, and, it, and it's like, would you change places and be black? And none of them put their hands up. Yeah. Like, we all know what is going on, but nobody wants to actually talk about. This is ingrained like in everything, in all parts of society is colluding that this is maintained, even though you are the global minority. Yes. So if we're always being under attack, it is like, how can we expect this to, like, why are we expecting them to change it? Like, really, it's actually it's yeah, for we- us to start doing our own thing. It's not about watching anybody else. It really is and enhancing our own governing ourselves. Like, how are we, we can't, I'm more, each time something like this happens, I am like, why are we even still in the school systems? Like, really, what yeah. are we, what are we doing? Can or actually it's not on our docket, but watching our father, I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but it's all out there anyway. What went have on? Have you watched it? Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. okay, so we can talk about well, it. For the so culture. Yeah. I think our oh, father yeah. fits into it completely. Yeah. Like what we, he was yeah. Doing. Yeah. And that he That's was great. co-signed by the church, yeah. by the authorities, yeah. by the judge. 
like it's nobody saw it as a crime because there was more white people being born yeah and it's yeah, that type that of it. thing where i'm like you can be abusing people left right and center but because it was producing more white people everybody's like why are you having a he hasn't done anything wrong he hasn't done anything illegal he's basically raping women but it's okay because there was be white children being born who had blue eyes it's this is and you know that he isn't the only one. There's probably hundreds of them that have been doing this. And it's, no, we're up against, we can't expect them to be holding any real laws. How come this boy has been even taken into custody alive? Like, it's, it's all of these things, it's, it really doesn't make sense. But he's 18. He may spend the rest of it. He's pleaded not guilty as well. Like, mm -hmm. how do you plead not guilty with this? So let's see what takes place with him. Who knows? He could be out in flipping 15 years. Who knows what's going to happen to this kid? But it really is like we're, we're expecting a system that has been doing this for centuries to start changing. It's not going to happen. And that's my thing where I'm like, when? what does it take? for us collectively to be like, what are we hoping for again? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, but when do we all start shifting somewhere? And I don't think it is an organization. I just think maybe if we spoke more openly about white pathology, we may actually start seeing it in lots of different ways and be like, this is a madness. And withdrawing from their matrix and creating our own, literally. That's the one. Is why not I would with them. <laughs> That's what I would hope for. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't, Lindsay's I don't leading that because I don't want... <laughs> Say that again? So going to be leading our one, to be honest. What have we got? What have we got? We're going to have some nonsense because we have to get rid of all... Well, you know what? I, just, I would love to know who we are without this intervention, this disgusting intervention. Who we are, what we do, how we'd be if, it's, if we hadn't been invaded because it's just really difficult to know because there's going to be a lot of purging. We have spent a lot of time under their cosh. And as we've talked about in different ways, people aspire to them, even though you could say you despise them, but the success, the wealth, the futures is based on what they say is success for the future. So who are we without any of their influence? Just to see, we might not be better, it might be worse, who knows? But yeah. I'd like to know. I'm just I'm, unnecessarily balanced. Let's get the comments anyway. We've been chatting for long. We've got some new voices in the room as well. Yeah, I'm not going to read out all those comments. I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's some feedback um, ones. Yeah. A sleepy Afro film says they can't drink legally till they're 21, but bus guns legally in their teens. I shake my head. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. What have you heard? Okay, what I heard was, I'm not going to lie, I saw this on social media and I was just like, what the hell? And I read the headline, I was just like, what is going on in the world? And I think, I can't really find it right now, but I saw a tweet from Piers Morgan and I was just like, why am I agreeing with this man? This has really made me sick. Okay. Yeah, but basically, apparently there's been a case in the UK, an employment tribunal has ruled that calling a man bald is a sex, is sex-related harassment which i just want to know what do you guys think about this this guy i'll just re read a little bit tony finn who is in life and conversation he had worked for west yorkshire based british bung company that's british bung company who knows for almost 24 years hmm? 
Oh, yeah. When he was fired in last May, he took the company to the tribunal complaining, amongst other things, he had been the victim of sex-related harassment after an incident with the factory supervisor, Jamie King. Finn alleged that during a shop floor row in July 2019, King has referred to him as a bold C-U-N-T. The tribunal <laughs> heard um, Finn was less upset about the Anglo-Saxon language, but the comment on his appearance. Now, what do you guys... So, basically, the judge came to the... saying that it's, like, sexual harassment because more men are, like, are more common... Baldness is more common in men. So, what do you... Do, do you agree? Do you think that... Have you ever called a man bald in, like... Yeah. A, derogatory way does this change your thoughts on like calling men bald are you scared to call a man bald in <laughs> the future <laughs> what do you what do you think what are your thoughts on this and let me try and find that piers morgan tweet i just say that thing about british bung it, it is rubber it's like the stopper of, of a cask or a piece of laboratory glassware so okay I saw the headline as well and thought, I just, I couldn't, I really couldn't contextualise how it's sexual harassment unless you're going, ooh, baldy. I don't understand. It's not sexual harassment if someone says, oh, you're bald, C-U-N-T, or oh, you're bald bastard because you're being insulted in an aggressive way. How is that sexual? That's why he's added the sexual part on it because it's not as in the kind of alluring... It's not desire. It's not it's like it's, it's like race. It's a male. Yeah. yeah, it's gender-based. Gender. So because he's a male, Okay. That's why you use the term bald on him and you wouldn't have done that to a woman. So it's more like sex discrimination type. So call it sexual discrimination that's, rather than that's sexual the heading that it comes under, that type of... Define it as sexual discrimination, if you like, rather than sexual harassment, because that I think that kind of contributes to minimising what sexual harassment means in mm. the in general. Now you're going to have a side conversation that's diluting what sexual harassment means. And then again, people can manipulate it to make it like well, sexual harassment and then maybe encroach on more women's rights because we were yeah. heading this way anyway. So anything that men get in their defence, I'm very sorry, men, and good men as well, but sometimes the laws that get passed in your favour can tend to be at the detriment to women. So we have to scrutinise what the hell is going on very carefully. I do not know how he managed to get this, other than the fact that he's a man and the three judges were all bald as well. And I think that they were triggered when this case came up because they've probably been called bold see you next Tuesdays as well. But it's like, how? People fight in work tribunals for years to try and get any justice. And this man brings a case along. He was just cussed. Like, he was probably being an asshole for 24 years and somebody just had enough of him. So the, going down this road is ridiculous. You can't say that. You can't say that. If you was being a... No. This case is ridiculous. I think it actually, like, really minimises the amount of times that you read in the papers, like, how stressed people were fighting to go to a tribunal to prove that they were being racially treated, that yes. they were being discriminated against justly. Mm -hmm. And all that was the main part was that one person called you a bald dude, and then you're able to get a compensation for that. No, that's not okay. Like, there are police. No, no, no. I think, I think... That have been called worse. Black this, black that, and it's been framed under banter. This is just what, this is how we all gun each other. 
I don't think you should really get yeah. much compensation for another person cussing you in a workplace. I don't think. I think I think you should, but I think it should be across the board. 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 <laughs> 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 it should be of course the I can't even say the, the board. board. <laughs> so yeah, I think if if you're being derogatory to a member of staff, they have the right to be able to take you to a tribunal for sure. And I think it should be treated uh with severity for sure as well. But I don't I think it is gender discrimination i don't think it's sexual yeah. harassment do you know what i mean that's what that is but we probably just don't i don't know if we have laws around or guide like government guidelines around gender discrimination right i just think i think that is uh part of the issue so they put it it seems like they put it under this catchment because this is where it best fits to prove their point i think yeah yeah. That's a mad one. That was like literally one of the maddest things I've seen in ages. Of oh, wow, it, it, it paused me too. I really like okay. Yes, yeah. people bald all the time. But would you different for some folks? I, I, but there's a way. But you know what? Because I, I do you know what? I was actually struggling to hear it as an insult. I'm trying to think like who goes around saying because also you say it all the time. I don't actually. I can't recall a time when I've been like you bald. Yeah, it's never been a thing because I think we, and especially in our community, guys are bald. Like black guys go bald, whether it's shaved intentionally or they lose yeah. their hair. Bald is nothing to me, and I know that men have a different perspective within their huddle, but it's never been a thing. Like, ah, you're bald. It's never been funny. We literally Onyx had their verses the other night. Onyx baldhead hip hop. It was a thing. Like mm-hmm. I've been no, bald. No, I do. I do. Prince William. I have laughed at. Yeah, I said in our community, see, it's ah, maybe it's just so maybe that's why they were triggered as white men. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they feel we don't do body and laughing. It's more white people, so maybe that's why it's more. I could more intentionally call Benjamin a laugh at his baldness as a white man because I think white men baldness isn't them unless they're skinny. It's us is our thing. I think that's cultural. I, I don't know, not cultural. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's the look, um, isn't it? It's the look. We look normal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Normal's not the word. It looks natural to see a bald black guy than to see a bald white guy. I think. Am I lying? I think so. I think, I think see on average, in my experience, has appeared more attractive than a bald white guy. Yeah. That I've seen as a deep rock. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. wouldn't discriminate against them because they're bald. Yeah. In my, in my kind of what I think is attractive. Whereas maybe a white guy, I think that's a minus. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny though, because all the guys that, all the white guys that are supposed to appeal to black women all have the shaved down look. Most of them don't. It's no, not because of the buzz cut kind of thing. Yeah. No, I understand. I'm not completely yeah. bad, but it's just interesting they go for the short because that kind of, because it, it's virility in a black man. So I don't know. That, those type of guys that appeal to white women, I don't know. And the low haircut rather than floppy curtains and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a space. It's a space. A bald white guy looks like an egg. The consensus is it's a bit of a nonsense one. Anyone who's been insulted for being bald because of their gender, you've got a law to def- help or something. I right. Can we do Pretty Patel, please? Oh, go on then. Okay. Oh, gosh, yes, go on then. Yes, so Pretty Patel has just fucked up quite a few black people's lives at this moment in time because she has gone over what Theresa May put in place in 2014 and had added more restrictions to stop and search 
and Preeti doing what she likes to do has now reversed that. So police can actually start stopping people if they suspect in any way that they are going to do something violent. And so before it was a will do something violent. So I guess something had to have been done or a weapon that they could say, but now they can stop you for they may do something violent. So that's pretty much most black folk that they see. Most policemen look at them and think they may do something violent. So she's put that in place now. So it will probably go up again as it was doing throughout the um, 2010s. And we're going to go back to those days. And we have pretty to thank for that. And then there was another story going around of um, a 16 year old black boy on his last day of secondary school getting arrested mm. for the police said that they thought they caught him throwing an egg car. They said they had evidence of this. And you can hear in the video one of the policewomen getting really scared and being like, I'm going to tase you, I'm going to tase you, and saying, look how tall he is. And the boy is totally complying. He is just facing the wall. He's not struggling in any way. And again, he narrowly got he narrowly got through without being tased, but they did take his DNA and no charges have been brought to him. Just wanted you guys to discuss that. And similarly to what we were talking about before, this is what we have to contend with. What can we do? And where can we send Preeti Patel to? <laughs> so maybe to the, the camp that she's built in Rwanda. <laughs> Somehow, can she, we ship her like, somewhere? We can't talk about what we can do. It is what, how do we get, why is she here? What, she's beyond proven that she's an agent, but to what end? What does she get from this behaviour? What does she actually get? She How long <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Isn't that what they always say? You generally get the public to support you when you start doing things with crime. Mm-hmm. Like when you come down on, I'm really firm on law and order and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they always yeah. do that. She's going beyond and she is, I'm just saying, this person that is not light, she's moving, it's not her that's doing the law, she's a puppet, she's the face of it, because trust me, if they didn't like her, she wouldn't be changing this law. She's the face of it. So the fact that she knows she's a puppet, to what end? Why? I, I don't because she's not. I don't believe that she's going to get prime minister. It might be default, but I just don't think they like her like that. I don't I, know. I, you have to really like her. Look yeah. at we have Boris. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he, but like, enough people do like him. Genuinely think he's an idiot. Like, but they st- he's still prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. Just not surprised at all. If she becomes our prime minister, I'm just I would not be surprised at all. I've been saying it for ages. I think it's very possible, and I, I just think that she is doing the things that other candidates are afraid to do. Do you know what I mean? She's not even apologetic. Do you know what I mean? She's not she's even nothing. She, she's she's no, doing it with her chest, nothing. and she's going almost like a step further. So it's not even oh, I'm going to do a little bit. She's no, no, let's do the whole thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's and it's one thing after another. Another like she does not care at all. And I think it's I don't know. I just think like you as being a woman as well. Like she's always going to be seen as more ruthless. Do you know what I mean? By doing these things just because she's a woman. I don't know, man. You think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they will associate with... She's modelling herself on the Iron Lady. She's literally... Yeah, probably. But they say all women politicians do that. That's what they say, isn't it? Like, because she's... Yeah. Yeah, but... 
they know. will treat her harshly. They will have a name for her. She'll be the wicked witch of the whatever, all that type of stuff. They'll draw the line. But I just, if she does get, I, I can see her being the puppet to be in power, but it's just, I'm just stumped at how, as how she could do it. I know that people like that, but I just can't, I'm a bit stumped with her behavior now. Not that I was expecting anything, but it's just weird. You literally don't give a zero, zero you don't give a fuck about anyone of color and you're mm-hmm. of color. At all. Like there's not one bit of you, as you said, she's not even stood on a podium once to even fake apologize. Mm. I don't want that because I'm glad I can see who she is, but she's dangerous. Like obviously we know she's dangerous, but it's no, nah, she's I don't know. Maybe they're holding up and they're just reminded, they're trying to brainwash us again to think that we will never be able to come together because there's always gonna be someone of color to fuck you over. They're showing us because they think we're uniting. I think that's it. There, there definitely could be that. This is dangerous, what she's actually put in place. Why the, why there was like a halt on actually the powers that police had in the first place was because it was being abused. And nothing has changed with that state of abuse. We keep on seeing it, that they are definitely coming after black youth still. And it's not like crime has actually gone up either. Mm. to then reverse this and be like, actually, we they need more powers again. That hasn't actually taken place. So you're just slotting things to just be like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do now. Like, I'm just going to keep on firing shots at you guys. Like, why don't they just pay us to leave? BNP used to say that, help you relocate. If you see that, if you, talk money? To, you spoke about the pathology of... And they need us. Yeah, to make them talk to torture us and keep us humble and keeps us subservient to them serves their purpose. Okay, so when are we going to do this mass exodus? They'll try and stop us as well. No, like, if if we on, there'll be all new ways to keep us in. Yeah, oh, they'll probably people. start being like, you can't get visas. Yeah. Now you don't have a passport, but where you want to go to, even if that is your home nation, you also can't settle there. You can't come back. You can't keep your builder. You can't keep nothing. If you go to your country of origin, you cannot come back. I don't even know if they'll do that. No, I think, if we I all think win, we can all be like, okay. Stay where you are. Do they have nothing to do with my home country? Like, so they... That's the rule that was made tomorrow. So however the world is, that's what they're going to say tomorrow. Not, oh. like we, not like we patterned it. <laughs> no. It has to be in the reality. If I'm being absolutely honest, no, it, it can't run. It, the thing is, in in to, to be honest, like we have to, you know what? There is this romanticization of moving back home, and the reality is, it's just a very different experience, it, especially if you don't have a lifeline back here as well, kind of thing. Because we are brought up with a Western m- mindset, so that means things like continuous electricity is a norm for us, right? Okay, you can adapt, but. It's, that's as difficult, especially women of our age. It's difficult. And that's a difficult <laughs> thing to, to adapt to. I think, like, just the sexism as well kind of thing, like the lack of rights for women, amongst other so many other things as well, like, kind of thing. Like, we would be going, especially as women, we'll be going back a few steps, I think. Do you know what I mean? It's not as liberal. It's not as, especially in business as well, kind of thing. It's difficult. I'm not saying it's not possible, but it, it can be difficult. Like, I've even had a few experiences where I, I remember going to Nigeria with two members of staff, a male and a female. And most places we went to, they would only speak to the man. <laughs> they would only speak to him and not me and I'm their boss. It was just actually crazy and this is like less than 10 years ago it's like in the last five years five six years i would say which is 
insane. So I just don't, I couldn't, it would just be way too frustrating for me. I have a question. So for me, I would rather deal with sexism than racism. Ah, mate. What would you, I mean, if they're all poisons, but if you had to pick your poison, that's the one I would pick. I would pick sexism over racism. So that isn't the biggest hurdle. And there are other African countries to go to I said my home country, but because I was going to place restrictions on just to add layers to your consideration, Shade, that if you stay, you then have to stay and you can't go back to your home country. Because if you were saying that you want to stay, that's the thing. You stay in your country or you stay in this country and you cannot go back to your country. Just your home country. You your can go to other countries. Okay. But you cannot go and set roots up at home in the country. You can't go to any other African or... No, 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 no. That's ridiculous. The thing is, we're the extreme of them, the way that they keep us, because we'd go, if we had the opportunity to go at will and unite at will, we'd do that. We'd definitely have to... But this is... Or you'd stay. I think the reality also as well, it's just, I don't know... It's a weird one because as you were saying, Aunt Shelley, mm. I, you say, like, I was thinking, could I leave? And yes, to be just in Ghana, full stop, bam, bam, not coming to the UK ever. I know people have been there and are just like, it's all nice, but they are westernized. They have, they're, they're more comfortable at home and it's hard trying to start the businesses that they need mm. to start back home. And so there will be as much as I'd love to just be a lady of leisure, there will be a transitional period, and I don't know how long that period will take because there's a lot of people with ideas that are trying to figure it out an infrastructure that's not as receptible, receptive, sorry, as it is in the West. Mm. That's not to say it can't kind of happen, it can't come. You just, but you need to have money, you need to have wealth. And if it happened tomorrow, and me going to Ghana, I'd be in problems. But and I think so, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, know, sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, I just think if it was a case of like Western countries were not meddling in that country, then, okay, I think that's a different scenario because then you are truly building and yeah. you're really part of something that you can build to be great. But the okay. fact that our home countries are still being exploited by the West, that is always going to cause problems in our country. So it's like when they decide they don't want our president anymore, then what? Then there's a coup, then there's yeah. a civil war. Do you know, those, that's what we'll be living. And that is reality for the majority of people. And it's, it's fucked up. And, and Living with your abuser or leaving. This, this is, is this the is... other thing. They would cut ties because if they were putting restrictions on travel, mm-hmm. which is what to. they do now, follow, there's another story of a guy being, they're threatening to deport him, a Jamaican man, and he's been in the UK yeah. for 22 years and he has two children here. Now, at one stage, I was reading up on the deportations and Jamaica and Ghana and Nigeria decided that they were going to say they weren't going to take all of the deportees that they were sending. Very swiftly, Britain and America came back at them with, if you don't take these people, these are the sanctions that we're going to place against your country. If we were all deciding to leave, and you do need us, and it would be, I'm talking about, like, the Africans and all of the Asians as well, like, literally being like, we're over this shit, we're all going. 
the countries would have stuff placed on them. So if they accepted us, yeah. then we're starting from ground zero, isn't it? So it's no, like, no, we're going to build fair, and fair, fair, fair. leave these guys because they're going to be putting sanctions. They're going to do a Russia. But you still need our minerals, like they're trying to do with a Russia, but they still got to buy their gas. Mate. So so I'm kind of up for the chaos of it, actually. If they'll right. give us a package out of here, like pay us 100000 and we can go gladly. What they will do is they'll kill the economy. So your hundred thousand doesn't even mean anything. Grand or something. You know what I mean? Not even a grand. That's ten million. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Then let's start trading in Sydney like we used to. Shells, gold. Like we just change. We don't follow their model. It's like we can change it. Let's reimagine what life is. Yeah. Yeah. But like everyone has to be on board because it's okay. very easy for us from our privileged position to say, yeah, sure, just change it, like, and and prioritize our experiences over the people that live in the freaking yeah, country. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I just think it's um, yeah. Let's get the comments. Okay, can I go back to some bored ones? <laughs> yeah, you want to? <laughs> yeah, um, sure. So just a little bored conversation. Epi Com says bald head and small feet and Ford Fiesta may speak to their insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> Antoinette says uh, white guys are triggered by baldness. That's why they will comb over three strands of hair, uh, stray st- strands of hair. Have they have just above? their left ear clean to the right side. Red Border <laughs> Red Border says it's a Samson effect. Loss of hair equals loss of power. And Antoinette saying in regards to this conversation about going home, she says, I reckon they would make us forfeit our pensions. Candice says this conversation of going home is the conversation Chance wants us to have to have across the diaspora. We need to organise and go back and dismantle colonisation there. I'm wholly that. And yeah, it won't be long before I'm on that train out of here because this isn't, it's not where it's, it's happening. This is a bit of hell. Yep. Okay. Now it's time for aunties know best. Do any of you have a dilemma? Because I it was I I have one. You had one in the group, no? Yeah, that Antoinette, who's joined us today. Hi, Antoinette. Hi, Antoinette. She, she put in on the Facebook page. Let me find it. Which I thought was a cool one for us to actually discuss. Where is it? Okay. So she says, I saw a video today and I wondered if it was something you'd consider talking about on YACN. Basically, it's a spin-off of the American show Cheaters called Cheat Code UK and it's on YouTube. There are only three episodes so far and I watched each one with raised eyebrows. Would any of you can ever consider employing an agency or person to get evidence of a significant other's faithfulness? Would you want to be filmed doing so? Do you think this is real? I just wondered how many people would employ such services. I personally wouldn't. Plus, I believe if women wants to find something out, trust me, we are better than Colombo and we will find all the details and get receipts. Would any of you use like the number one ladies detective agency? Yes, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Would you use it? Would you use that service? Number one detective agency and I wanted to find out. Like, would you use an investigator to find out about it just sounds so dramatic, but I think, like, for a personal relationship, how mysterious could they be? Yeah. If the situation was that dramatic and it's like, I need someone to really find out the truth, but this guy's super lying or it's so, he's trying to make me seem crazy and I need evidence and stuff like that. And especially if I needed to get him legally, 
then it was all very TV cop show. But if it's if it was, if it was accessible to me, I'd get a private investigator. But it can't be like, oh, is he cheating on with me with a side chick? I'm not going to waste my money on that. It has to be some deep kind of. Is he in the mafia? Is he a spy? Or is he living a double life that and trying to turn me mad by saying this was the pot was here and then it's gone and trying to do madness on me? That type of psychological warfare, then I might have to go deep. Would you do it on TV? You know I wouldn't. Yeah, I probably, like, not now, but I probably would. <laughs> you would go on one of those shows? Yeah. And let them play you, like, the, the recording? Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm yeah. crying, get angry. I would do, yeah, I'd do the dramatics yeah. kind of thing. I'll definitely and do run it. up on them. Yeah, yeah, oh my God, you get to run up on them. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's the show, they actually run up on the people. Like, it's absolutely. like, it's full on cheaters. Like, they, they take you to the spot where they're having their date. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'd fight everybody. I literally would. I'd do, like, dramatic screaming. You screaming, like, your voice is gone. I'll be doing all of that kind of thing. I'll be keying up cars, smashing windows where it And then I'll do, like, some really dramatic breakdown. And then when they do, like, the bit to camera kind of thing, I'll yeah. just make the audience fall in love with me. And then my social media career would just stop. <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna happen. It will happen. I, I they're, gonna, they're gonna get in touch with you, you know. <laughs> get in touch. But like, I've had moments, right? I've had like, <laughs> I've had to put out an ex before, and it was very TV. It was very TV because I literally threw the car keys. This is so bad, but I did. I threw the car keys into a bush. He drove a very, he drove a very nice car, and I literally started throwing things out over the belt, like over, like I had a garden bit and like throwing it over that into the, the ground. And oh the, I smashed up his dice. He brought a dice into my house. Like what the fuck? Anyway, but like I smashed <laughs> it up I, and I, I think I threw, is it Xbox? One of those machines. Oh. Like I threw it like a Frisbee over the, <laughs> over the thing. Wow. <laughs> you know what? The thing is, <laughs> I was so angry. I was just so yeah. angry because he had lied to me repeatedly. And it was just like, it was, no, I was in a situation where he'd basically seen his ex while we were together. Like, no, he broke up with me and then saw his ex for that week and then came back to me, that kind of thing. But I didn't know at the time. And he oh, actually went on holiday with her. And for many years, I couldn't even go to Spain because I was just like, oh, like I was just heartbroken because yeah. it was just like, that I really trusted you and you really took the piss and I was an idiot and I knew it was weird, but I just went with it anyway. And I, I think I really hated myself. I was angry at myself more than anything. And basically we were listening to a um, boxing match in the car. And I was just, this is weird. Why don't we listen to music kind of thing? It turns out the guy that was fighting was the guy that his ex was now with. So you fucking psychopath. You're oh. in the car with your current girlfriend pining over your ex. Are you fucking kidding me? I destroyed. And the thing is, I just asked for a simple, give me back my keys. That was all I wanted. Just give me back my keys. And he wouldn't give me back my keys. Okay, cool. I'm going to kick your car until you give me back your, my keys. So, so literally, literally, I just really, yeah, I went, I, I went nuts. I lost my mind. Because that's psychologically deep. You're taking me for an yeah. absolute dickhead. Absolute dick. How did you figure that all out, though? Because of the, lo the, the location of the fight was their local area. That's How did you know that the guy was, you knew the guy was a boxer? Yeah, I knew he was a boxer, but the location of it, it was just, just like, 
what the actual fuck? Like, seriously? Yeah. And then he was like, I'm going to call the police. And then I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Faye, I thought you were going to say, no, I went bad girl. And I was like, call the police. I, I wasn't so crazy that. after all. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't use one of those services um, <laughs> and I wouldn't go, I, I would only do a show like that. I do think it's fake. I think that show is fake, but I love watching it. I would only do it for acting purposes, like really, and nope. just yeah. for the crack. But I'm not going to get a detective in any way, shape or form. And I agree with Antoinette. I think we know like how Auntie Sade figured it out, like just the location. Woman and... Women's intuition is powerful, but I'm literally, I just, I'm watching The Shield, re-watching The Shield. So I'm full detective cop mode and <laughs> everything's an investigation. So that's where my brain is literally going. If the, if the situation was nuts and I wanted to get evidence for legal purposes uh, and it was easily accessible, I'd get an investigator. But like I said, not because I think he's shacked up with some chick. That's bullshit. You can figure it all out. I had a No, friend. you can figure it out, but if it's a kind of you want... I don't know. Listen, like I said, I'm in this world where investigative detectives are quite interesting. I'd like to hire one and see what PI is. It is. It is. You just it's need interesting to yeah, if, uh, you work, if you know somebody that works for the council, they have access true. to so much data on somebody, just on the systems. True. You can really piece together so much. You can find out who they're living with, who's under the hat. It's just, it's so brilliant. You just, or a telephone company. You just need to have friends that work in these types you, of environments. Okay, you just need to have friends. Up. And if you don't, there's, I want to know what PI service is like. I'd like to know, but like I said, it couldn't be on a minor thing. I want to know what the procedures, what will they do? And how quickly will they find it? Will they find the information by the next day and give me a printed report? No, it usually takes them a couple of weeks. But if you have their job, where they work, and their kind of routine that they tell you, is very easy because we're creatures of habit. It's so easy no, to it's follow easy somebody to and piece it together. But when you're working and you're distracted, you've got stuff to do and shit is left. You've got someone can do it for you and bring a report at the end of the day when you come in and you put your feet over a glass. No, of I, I would want to do it myself. Like, I, I like think that would be part yeah, of the, be the PI, But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know GDP, I know, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying anyway that was that then and do we can move on to for the culture if you like or is there any more comments so red border says i would call colleen rooney wagon for christy for real <laughs> that's a good one i like that but she was very good is she still with him i believe so yeah, 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 that's yeah. Good, he was in court yeah that's the second time or how many times have been caught in court for what no, he's not in. It's not against him. No, I mean, he's been going to court with her. Do you not know about this court case? No, I thought it was him cheating or something. No, 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 no. no. One of her friends was leaking stories to the press, so she basically caught them out by leaking fake stories on her inst her private Instagram stories, but only yes. having this one person as a friend. Uh, yeah. You could see it, and she, yeah, she got caught out, basically. Nice, nice. And she nice. leaked yeah. three stories to the sun and yeah. then Colleen outed her and the woman who was outed had the cheek now to be suing Colleen for defamation. Oh, yeah. always. Yeah. 
That's what they're in court sorting out now. Okay, so you know what? I literally thought, is it Wayne Rooney cheating again? That's why I was like, huh? No, 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 no. no. He's, he's been a good boy for the last couple of years. Yeah, that we know. Antoinette says, Antoinette, you're giving me jokes. You need to watch episode three of Cheat Code UK on YouTube. Okay, I'll check that out. Nee says, Antoinette went full 90s r and music video. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While you're chucking the stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> we should recreate that. That would be absolutely fun. Wait for burn the car video. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think we read the GDPR one, right? All right, all right, all right. Let's get to For the Culture. We love For the Culture. This is where we get into what you're watching, wearing, what's got us chatting in the social media streets. I can't really find too much. It's been a busy week already. It's only, what, Monday? But still, it's been a busy week. <laughs> <laughs> Last week was busy and the weekend was busy. Anyway, we got Heady One taking up swimming lessons right in time for summer. There's no question, it's, it's good news, I guess. Uh, SPAC Nation, another SPAC Nation story. Pasta is bookie. She uh, did a fake house tour showing off her Fendi <laughs> fashion wear uh, and she got rinsed because it looked like a fake house tour. SPAC Nation are still riding out, influencing us. And then uh, this guy went on a date, I think a friend of Lethal, Lethal B. UK MC, and he kissed his date and grabbed a load of her bum bum and her bum pads moved. He wasn't happy. Another one is Fresh and Fit Myron. I don't know what this is. Fresh and Fit Myron, accused of sexual Myron's the East African one. He's been accused. Oh, Fresh and Fit Podcast. Yeah, yeah Fresh and Fit one Podcast. One of the hosts called Myron. Yes. <laughs> He's been accused, accused of, of okay. Being a bit uh, freaky with a 19-year-old who didn't want his advances. So now you've started to explain it. Hold on. Is that the one where, is that the new podcast where they're being very mis misogynistic and getting yeah. friends like that? So now... The one that they were calling Black Women, Shaniquids and Night Riders, that podcast. Uh, so the, not Asian, where's he from? Somalia. He's East African. I think he's either Sudanese or Somalian. Okay. That one. So he... Yeah. ...has been exposed as potentially countering everything deviant. he stands for, considering he pretends that he's an alpha male, in, yes. the, in a heterosexual alpha male, I should say. Yes. So now, potentially, he's be being shown to be a hypocrite? Yes. Anything to get them off the, off the air? It, it, it would be great if um, it happened, but I'm not sure. I'm I not actually, sure. But it's, I mean, it's out there at this moment. The woman's come on another podcast talking about it, talking about her experience of a night out with him and saying that he tried to ply her with alcohol and then he kissed her and she said she didn't want to go any further and then he proceeded to be like, okay, go home then and was really horrible and mean to her and she went home by Uber. <clears throat> so that, that's doing the internet rounds. It's going on to shadow. No, I'm just saying, obviously it's allegedly at the moment, mm -hmm. But like it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just given his the rhetoric that he spits out on a weekly basis, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he treats women like that at all, really. But anything to hopefully this doesn't empower him. Do you know what I mean? Anything yeah. to get rid of him, to be honest. We also so anything else, the bum pads. Like, is it a thing? We were talking about yesterday. Is it a thing if a man goes to reach down, grab a bit of ass? bit of ass and they move to the left. <laughs> like, is, it, is it okay to wear bum pads? Basically. Not is it okay to wear bum pads, that's not the question. Is it, should a man be upset if he grabs a 
what he thinks is a bump and it shifts and it's not a bump, it's a bump pad. Is there anything, because the guy was obviously a bit distressed that the bum moved and was not what it I just, I just think like it's, okay, first of all, in my life, I've seen bump pads, especially in Lang communities in London for a very long time. This is not a new phenomenon. Do you know what I mean? Like that. Like, like definitely in the, the local shops in Stockwell and Elephant and Castle, you see them in the clothes shops there. Big. So I don't think it's like new. I think that men who fetishize bums should think about why they're doing that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they should. Do, I don't know. I feel like you should be able to tell. No, I. I think it's obvious. I think it's obvious. The guys, look, you might look. Well, guys were like. Um, I don't like women with makeup, and you've got a full head of makeup on, and when you just don't look like it, they don't know. Oh, they choose not to know. But guys no, really no, are no, quite no, ignorant no. to a lot of things. They might say, I can tell when they've got, woman's got fake tits, I can tell maybe a bum pad. But there are, unless it's a really bad one, where the, it's just literally mature and it's just in some loose pair of tights that are cheap, if you get a really good one, it does take a moulding to shave. And especially if you have got a bum already, so it's just enhancing. Because I, I don't think every bum pad is noticeable, if you get a, especially if you get a good one. So there's that. I think if I'm hugging a guy and his pecs moved and he's got a fake chest plate on, I'm going to be bothered. I can't pretend that it's like... Very unlikely. I, I can understand why someone being bothered. It's dope. I don't know about making a whole fuss and embarrassing the girl and all that type of stuff. That type of behaviour, I don't think, because it is, a, as you said, is and it's becoming more of a common phenomenon. So it's just an enhancement. But it's yeah, I suppose if it's how does it feel in that moment you kiss someone and something just shifts and what you yeah. thought was not that. What, like, like a guy going out on a diet and thinking he's a nice guy and he's not. Like yeah, that. exactly. There's all sorts of reasons, of course. I'm just saying I can understand why someone... I don't think it's the same as personality. No. <laughs> I think it's more thing. like... It's, it's yeah. false advertising. Yeah. It's false advertising. It's like you think that you're dating somebody who's six foot and they're really five five. I think it's that much of a liberty. Like, it's false really? advertising. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think it's the same. Because I'm into, if I'm into bums and I'm thinking, wow, this girl I'm dating is shapely, she has the ass that I'm after, da, 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 and then I realise it's foam, that's not okay. That is, this, I, this I'm this a guy and he had foot plates on <laughs> and literally he's on stilts and then we, I find out that actually he is six inches shorter, that's out of order. It's not really, a, so you would have it. Like, you thought you were dating a six-footer and really he's five-six. You'd be like, what? You know that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not seeing the Chinese adverts. Like, you can literally, like, add it into your shoe so it looks normal, but you're they're yeah. on their tiptoe. No, but I do. But I do think though that every time that kind of thing comes up, when I think about it, I do question: was it shallowness? Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like I, I question that about because I can reinforce it and say, "Oh, I just like what I and I just like six footers, like Joe above." But it is. It, there is a bit of. It's, it's a bit shallow. No, I think. I think it's more. It's about. I think it's shallow, but then there's also an element of it is, as Auntie Anna said, is the false advertising and yeah. that person that. takes from it because it is a thing. If you like bums, if you like height, you like height. If you like a fit guy and all those things. And if anything that someone presents in that instance that contributes to the package that you're reacting to, and then you realise that shit isn't there in reality, it's an adjustment. And it doesn't mean say you're necessarily shallow if you're going, unless you're going to that person for shallow means. Because it could be... 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, okay, like, okay, I can't see for shit. I wear contacts, yeah? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> is that what No, but that's what you can't see. No, but the thing is, but I have that gene inside of me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, like, say if someone wants their kids to have 20 to revision, that's not going to happen for me. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, that's no, not necessarily. No, but it's socialised different. That's what I'm saying. I think that's an actual impairment and a genetic and it's thing. And invi- it's an invisible impairment. <laughs> yeah, but you just, if you're going that deep and when you'll get... Because I think that's something that can be... I don't know. If a guy was, to, I don't know. Fair enough. A guy could or a girl could dump someone because they haven't got twenty twenty vision and they lied and pretended they did. He pretended. I can see normally on a daily basis. Again, again, my natural state is not being able to see. No, but and my, my natural state is I've got a flat ass, so I'm going to lie and pretend I've got a bigger ass. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's different. I think that's, that's literally. I'm lying with my vision. <laughs> yes, and exactly right. It's the same thing. You're not gonna. You're not gonna hide that you wear contacts. No, no I'm different if you were literally like. I've never seen me wear glasses. You've never seen in all the years you've no, known. No, but I mean, you'll take out your contacts, so it's not like you're lying. You never like, see that. Listen, <laughs> no, listen. The only way it's the same is if, yes, you lie. That's what makes it the same. Because That's the it. minute you lie, okay. it's the same thing. And you're literally pretending to somebody that is potentially likes you for whatever reason. The fact that you've got 2020 vision somehow entered the conversation when they met you, <laughs> and that's become his yes, she's got 2020 vision. But then you lied, and one day he's kissing you, and one of your contacts fall out. <gasps> Shock horror! It's the same as touching a fake bum. That's how it would go. Or you was pretend. Or you was wearing blue contacts. And the guy absolutely thought you had blue eyes. That's like individual lashes. Because when I get those done, they look absolutely normal right so like what but do you, i don't think anybody is like thing. oh my god i love lashes i don't you think some, some, some guys they like they big eyes and lashes. long they lashes. lashes like yeah. it looks dull like to them and that's their thing and when you've you know lied I mean? and that person is into that thing so if a guy church who's like yes your eyelashes are the one and you don't say actually the individual lashes and one day he sees you and your natural ones are sitting there and he's like chick what no, no, no. It's not even that. It's that he says, I love a girl with naturally long eyelashes. And you, like don't <laughs> and you don't say, oh, these are not mine, actually. They're individually glued on. Well, this and is why that's perception. This is yeah. this is what I think. Is, uh, uh, but I think it's the same as personality. Because you're giving me the idea that you are a good person and actually you've got same. a ton of shit to do that knows, makes me know that you're not, but you're just hiding it. So it's same energy. It all applies. I, I, but then the person has to know. Let's say they do have narcissistic personality traits. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have to know that they're operating from that space. But they no, may not know that they are. They just think that's how people are. No, they don't. No, 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 no. But she's no. talking about the ones that go intentionally to ruin your life and pretend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're very different. That's a different bag. But <laughs> that's, that's me. Same as the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we agree that. We understand your your problems. But you can't lie, guys. If you're gonna wear a bum pad, I do think you've got to say. Really? Then come on. No, you, I don't you, think so. Not unless you're gonna get serious. I just don't know. If, I don't know if you have to say. Well, you should, first rule. Huh? Go on. Sorry. No, go on. Go on. First rule: get good ones because you cannot be in a situation where your bum pad can move. So get a good one. No, but you they, can, I, actually, I haven't, I haven't tried. 
And also, as a, and then, because I don't know how that conversation goes, this is along the lines of declaring all sorts, your gender, your this, your that, and whether your bum is flat or round. It's a weird, it's a difficult conversation to have for anybody. So I don't know how it would enter the conversation like, oh, by the way, Good night, babes. My bum's not real. What about, like, you see these leggings that can enhance yeah, your yeah, yeah. bum shape and things like that. So if you take them off, they're not. Like, is that the same thing? Is that a deception? If I you're... don't think they really work. No, they do. That are supposed to sculpt. That, is that what you're talking about? Like, yeah, they're really like, they, yeah. they can have a line under it and they bring everything in so it looks like it's plump and it's just really Okay, that's like a shape yeah. point. I don't feel that's too no, If, if, if you put those on and your bum's Pow. And when you take them off, your bum is literally inside out and just dropping to the ground. <laughs> a man is, I never asked for that. That's going to be like, he's got a right to say, no, that's Isn't a that shallow. No, it's not shallow. No, I don't know. the famous getting with a dude and he's got a triple after dick. What's the difference? Yeah, it's not shallow. If that's what you like, if you, it's not just, so he should just take the whole, and, let, and it's up to him. He has to make the decision like, okay, I can handle because her personality oh, is great. But her bum is literally at a 180 okay. degree angle as opposed to being 90 degrees, it's a whole different person that he's getting into. Because part and parcel of the aesthetics is what it is. Otherwise, we'd go out if anybody looks regardless be damned. We need something to hold on to that doesn't make us shallow. <laughs> Does that make you feel better? It may be shallow, but I do think that it's fair to have, this is what I want. And I don't want a concave ass and I don't want a chipolata dick. I think that's fine to say we're not compatible. It's cool. <laughs> there is somebody for everybody. There is somebody that wants that. You just got to go out and find it. Mate, I didn't even know that was going to go that way. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, that's it. Oh, look, the new TikTok trend. That my massage. Oh, can I do comments real quick? Yeah, do yeah, comments, comments, please. I definitely want to do this TikTok tomboy. Okay, so Antoinette says, I think, yes, men have the right to be upset. Maybe women need to be upfront or they'll be up for false advertising. I've seen some makeup videos where it's tantamount to fraud and deception. Women need to be careful and I can understand why men would be upset. Uh, Essay says, isn't that the same as wearing a padded bra though I, I did say that yesterday actually and Antoinette says yes on Nana false advertising you're right that's not okay people are going too far with it I think okay it is the same as that padded bra thing I think it I is, think it when is it we is. doing the chicken fillets that was pure fraud because <laughs> like you're going to take off your bra and it's absolutely Ooh. not what, it's what for it's a done. look it's for aesthetic but, that, but that's why personally i don't go for those things because i'm not a fan of the full deception like that i don't like padded bras i, I think i got small boobies deal with the fact i got small boobies i don't want to create something that i don't have in a way that someone could be attracted to me for that and then i don't have it anymore because i was it's not real but that's a little yeah i don't think it's fair to do things like and to that. myself it's like my, my own self-esteem i thought and then the person's case, it's a bit of a knock as well. Yeah. Personally. I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know. I think if you're dating, it's not right. Or if you're seeking to date, I think it's, you're lying. And yourself, yeah. If you're in a relationship and you have to know, do what, do what you're doing. I just think it's like a look, like sometimes I just want a different aesthetic. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and just do different like different outfits require a different silhouette. Like I think it's, I, I agree. With, I think it's, it de it's dependent on whether that's, that defines you and you're trying mm. to present like this is you every day to day. I think that's what it is. It's the, whether you wear a weave, you wear your hair natural, 
or whatever, but you're not afraid to show the real you in a way that's humanizing rather than sticking to this a fake aesthetic that makes that presents something that you're not and either you're trying to play catch up to it and you're really insecure without it, which is damaging, or the person that you're trying to attract doesn't get the real you. And that could be potentially detrimental to the situation you're trying to get into. In the bits in between, yeah, it's like an outfit. Sometimes you've got to put a bit of tip tape on or some fillets to fill it out because that's the look for that dress and yeah. maybe that's the yeah. outfit. But it's, I think, the day-to-day -day you're trying to get someone. I think, I don't know. That's exactly what it is. If you're maintaining it, that is the same as somebody being really deceptive in a relationship because you're just continuously lying. I think that's the difference. Just creating a look or changing your silhouette from time to time, that's not that bad. But lying that you have breasts when you don't, that's luck. That's what bad. You, so what do you think about cosmetic surgery then? So when someone gets a breast implant or something or two? But it's in them now. That's them now. <laughs> no, but it's not naturally them. Oh, no, I, that's, I, that's, I, it's the same. Then there are guys that say, I don't want that, innit? There are people that are literally like, no, I'm not for that. But I think yeah. you need to be presented with the truth of the matter to make a decision and not be lied to about it. I think it's something that's not removable because at least if you can remove it and it changes the aesthetic completely, rather than if you've got false implants, the only thing is the arguments are the same if you're saying these are mine, I never had implants, and you lie about it and then something goes wrong, then one day, yeah, I did. That lie there, mm -hmm. uh, you don't, and you don't even have to necessarily close this, close it. But if the minute it becomes a point where you're lying about it, it's the same situation. But at least with the tits, they're there, like a bum implant, they're there, and it's not like you go into it and the person's hugging you, kissing you, then the tits are gone. You know what's it? I've got to get you sucker when every, <laughs> and then she's just left. Everything's gone. Then it's a bit like, even though that was a horrible dig at women, disgusting dig yeah. at women, but I get the sentiment. Yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't think, I, I don't know. I think I'm just biased because I don't really care about the average man's point of view on, <laughs> on my body. I don't care what they think. <laughs> it's only if you're trying to do it. Sort of, yeah, but I know, but it isn't though, because it's like, they're going to see you anyway. Do you know what I mean? So they'll, yeah. they'll feel offended. Say if I wore a fake bum, I don't. But if I did, like, they'll be offended. Oh, it's fake. Like, I don't care if you're offended. This is what I want to do with my body. I just... Yeah, I think I the conversation was I don't different. care about their opinion. Yeah, that's different. I think that's also different if you're not doing something to cater to the man. Like yeah. you're not doing it to appeal to a person. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then you've got to present, I don't know. I get what you're saying as well. Cause if you don't care, you don't care. But if you do care, then you're just doing deception and you're going to be bothered. Yeah, if you're dating them though, you're going to care a bit more. No, not necessarily, you know. Because it's like, the only thing is, I get it, but if, if it was, you really got to the point where they've cracked your icy cold heart. So I think there's, I think there's. And also as well, if they're concerned so much about how I look, then they don't like me. They just like my look. Like, th that's what I don't like. So that is off-putting to me. I don't like that. I understand that any type of fetishization or you'll just like me from whatever aesthetics I bring to the table. I understand that it becomes a thing where it's a trophyism or statusism. Yeah. But if it's just the fact that you like every part of me in this way and I'm presenting an extra bit that's not there. And if there's a it might not be a deal breaker, it might be a questionnaire like what the hell, chick? Can we do get through this without your <laughs> with your flat nine, 180 degrees ass? I don't know. <laughs> 
I just no, it's not fair because <laughs> if the man was doing the same, it wouldn't be it okay. Like, if he was putting a dick extension on and you wouldn't be like it's because you like I like oh, I mean it's okay that you're lying to me. Like to think if I was in that scenario, I'd be open-minded. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One day the extension falls off, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I like to think I can actually hear your voice saying, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I can so hear her screeching and literally being like, "All right, all right, I've got to tell you something." <laughs> I got, I got, I got. Her. I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's what she would do. I can hear it. Exactly. You know how that story would start. <laughs> but it's okay. You all stick I'm working. I'm working on stuff, guys. <laughs> you all stick together through thick and thin with his fake yeah. chest plate and his broken dick extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should do an experiment where he's got the smallest booty. Farah, Farah's got the smallest booty. <laughs> she wishes pants and see if anyone notices. <laughs> I'll do a breast, a breast, I've got the smallest boobie, so I'll put the breastplate on. Let's do yeah. this. All right, let's, okay, you, so you'll do chicken fillets. Yeah. But you've got like, my, my boobs are sometimes they look like they're bigger than they are. It's quite and see that then you gotta go like four sizes. So every time they yeah. look bigger than they are, then you have to tell people <laughs> they're not really <laughs> <laughs> they're not really this big. I'm constantly saying that, like, that guy. Seriously? Not really, not really, not really. Okay, let's go to the last one. Um, the t- I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it. TikTok trend, that's my massa. What is wrong with young people not taking slavery seriously? <coughs> okay, this was doing the rounds. I think it was maybe, like, the beginning of last week. A lot of the videos were reported, and it was young kind of interracial couples, and mostly I was seeing it with black girls. And they would have their guy like holding up their collar and it was to like a rap tune. And then it would literally like a part of it, it went to that's my matter. And they'll just be there like grinning. Oh, there was loads of them. Literally, it's like they're being held up like they're escaping or something and they're being caught. And that was trending on TikTok. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is so wrong, it's funny. <laughs> oh, no, I've just Googled it and I've just seen in just the stills. There's one guy who's mad. No, this is the part where I want to get off the train. <laughs> well, I, this is why I say we need to do something to remove ourselves from the tentacles of poison that are in our brains that makes us think that this is okay and it's funny. As I was, I was like, what? Like, we've all been young. I didn't think it was real until I saw multiple videos and I was like, nah, there's something wrong. No, it's there's not one. It's people. like, but any uh, guys listening to us, like, Google it. There was, it was an absolute trend. And then people started being like, what are these young ones doing? And reporting it. Well, but, no, and their peers were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, that it even caught fire. Like, yeah. literally, that people were like actually posing for it and having no, their man no, no. i've just seen a bunch of videos just like... i can't i can't i've just watched a few <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? i i was not like us. it's not everybody you can't say that <laughs> no okay i understand I not everybody's gonna come and vote for us. like what the know. hell why would you do that 
I would if, I, party, imagine, so if imagine if you're like we got nieces, we got daughters, we got, or nephews. If you imagine if you saw my child in a TikTok, <laughs> no, quite <laughs> not your child. Ripsing her neck. Can you in my child? It's just even that, like even the gender roles. I, I'm just not feeling that even on that level. Then to just douse it in racism <laughs> and slavery. <laughs> Are you mad? Like, what the fuck? What the hell? What the fuck? I, so, I, I felt like could they not have been subtler that we were just seeing videos of the coat? It's the, the that's my massa thing. It was like. Yeah. You guys are really doing this, yeah? Well, when people do that, wasn't there this um role play, sex play? This, yeah, yeah, yeah. This couple. rapper or something. Who was it? Oh no, there was. I'm sorry, I was talking about the couple that did that did a staged slave master mass, uh, Missy picture, and then they deleted it off the internet quickly because they got roasted. Oh, okay. The guy that Nana spoke about last week, the guy that went on the radio that was talking about his sexual role play with white women, isn't it? Slave. Oh yeah. What the radio? Oh, that was. Um, it was on uh, Angela Yee's podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I can't remember the guy's name, but he literally, yeah, he was saying that he does that kind of role play. And it was just like, huh? <laughs> what? what? It's, it's, it's psychologically I didn't even know that people did. Honestly, I thought I was like pretty like aware of a lot of things, but I had no clue that people thought that was like... No, like, it's, it's big. People will find sex. There's groups for everybody. We've got fairies. That's taboo, isn't it? Yeah. So the fact that this, I'm not surprised that this this dynamic um, is a turn on to people because it's so ridiculously taboo and dangerous and horrible. That's, you know, was it cognitive dissonance, dissonance, whatever it's called? Yeah. Um, But this is sick. This is actually sickening to me. I don't, and the kids don't know what they're playing with and what images are re- reinforcing. And I don't know, you can't be that stupid because your parents didn't, uh, yeah, you got, you didn't get that indication, but. No, I, they, I know, they know what like, it is because they're doing the joke. They understand the joke. No, the, but the levels, they're like sometimes they get it, but then some of them, like, do you understand the imagery, like the psychology, the spirituality behind what you're doing, that level of deepness? Because they think they're in on the joke. They think it's funny and taboo, but. How deep are these images? What? How do they get used against us? Some of them think that they're past. We're past. That's even yes. why they can justify, not in a bad way, but like just like justify their relationships in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Because they're, yeah. it's just so. I don't think they're seeing it in the same light. They're seeing it as okay, we're part of the solution or part of the future. Do you know what I mean? I was going to do an Auntie Nana and say, so what are the benefits? Could this positively, positively reinforce our power if black kids don't have the burden of slavery but can just take photos and make mockery of master and slave relationships? The more we can laugh at our history, then the better and easier it is to move forward as a happy multicultural world. Don't you believe? No. I mean... <laughs> if we didn't have the shit that goes on every day, then yeah. When we're, when we're post-racism, you can do things like this. We are firmly not post anything. So if you think that we're post it, just remember you're young and remember these are like tick boxes. And when that dude yeah. leaves your ass and he marries flipping Mary Lou, and then you're there like, oh my God, what happened to me? Which a lot of these young girls are gonna suffer Come and talk when you're 30 and you're looking back on the days when you was with Dave and now he's married in the country in Wisconsin and you're there in New York wondering what went wrong. It's, it's <laughs> not on, it's stupid. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know the the numbers of interracial relationships. How long they last and don't last. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's whatever the case is. No, it just, happens all the time. It's a time. It's a phase. It's like they, there's loads of them were in college. This image is gonna live on, and that dude ain't gonna be around you anymore. And that image of you with your coat holder being. Yeah that's my matter, is still going to be around. When you're 40, thinking, I was such an idiot when I was a kid. That's why I'm so glad there wasn't social media when I was a kid, because I yeah, yeah, may you. have done some dumb shit like this as well. But it's just annoying, because they try and go on, they're so smart. That's why youth is wasted on the young. It's, like, it's, it's not that simple. These images are important. This is history Plain. and living history. It's not that long ago to be taking the piss out of it. And allowing yourself to be the puppet in the picture. The guys that let, you know, do Halloween, allow the, their friends to black up or have them be the one in the noose. Like, how the hell have you got a group of white friends and you're allowing yourself to be the slave in the noose in a picture documented for history and forever? You allowed yourself to do that in high school for the sake of what? Halloween, paganism. You that picture of Khloe Kardashian. I, I'm, I'm trying to say <laughs> and she was the main pimp and and all yeah. of the, her black brethrens were the when i saw that i was like feeding the beast man I was, was, was it it wasn't who was it lauren london was it lauren london or no, megan, megan good megan good sorry yeah megan megan good and she just laughed it off yeah but we were young it's like yeah you <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, she got away. With it. it hasn't really done anything to her. So, do you know what I mean? Like, no, never said no. That's why I can really never. To them. I can never add a like to this, bro. It's a bit. It's a bit oh, that, sorry. What was the thing? Sorry, like this Italian advert. The, oh yeah. The, the what, it was for mascara, and it mascara. had Yeah. This bigger, is... blacker, better, or something like that, because it was like <laughs> longer lashes, and so I to just downloaded that to signify bigger, blacker, better, or bigger, longer, blacker. Yeah. What it was blacker, longer, better. Whatever the case, the emphasis on longer. They had dancing black men, gyrating, naked, naked, naked um, swinging their dicks to signify longer. I think it's and the white woman, the white woman at the front of the video was surrounded by black men swinging. They actually yeah, came out from behind her and then- From behind her. And we were asking who's, who's to blame the company or the black boys who were dancing, shaking their dicks in the video to advertise longer lashes, mascara. So, as I said, when we first talked about this, I can't, I think the company because we cannot confirm <laughs> these guys were under duress or not. Because we can't confirm the company as an entity should be there and should have policies to protect people and they didn't protect those black boys or black men in that scenario and they their concept was just actually horrible <laughs> just, i just can't believe it i can't believe it. sometimes yeah i just have to laugh because if not we're gonna cry like it's just mad it's just actually mad that someone thought okay this is what we're gonna do this is the idea and then got a crew got access <laughs> Filmed it, got lighting, paid for studio space, filmed it, got an editor, edited it, and a brand thought that this was okay. <laughs> I have an alternative. Okay. This isn't fully explored, it's just popped again. Mm -hmm. All right. 
thinking of it, yeah. So the white woman is fully clothed. Yeah. And the men are naked. Yeah. There's not much difference to hip hop videos where the men are generally fully clothed and the black women in it are usually quite naked. If you're in the boardroom talking about it, can you not be like, this is out there. This is a part of their culture. We're just spinning it round. Of course you can, and they will use all the words to justify it. But the fact of the matter is we're at this place in 2022. And unfortunately, the, you know, what we know, what we believe in from the UK is that there are other European countries who have not got their racial laws in place in a significant way. And a lots of fuckery towards the image of black people <laughs> is allowed to happen rampantly, untethered and uncontrolled. Could possibly have been a reasoning in the boardroom, but I doubt it. They just went, let's get some black people. Sorry, I'm not going to try and do an accent. No, but... <laughs> and that's the advert because black men have long dicks, black are longer. The pun is there, the sex is there. Every intention to glorify the stereotype of black men being longer and blacker. Well, I, did, I, I was thinking about this and I think, as I was saying in the group chat, like, I think that sometimes you see these things, especially in other European countries, and you just it just reinforces the idea of, OK, that country isn't for us. It's not for black people. It's not, do you know what I mean? It's racist. And I literally went through all of the comments and I was translating each of them kind of thing to get the mood and the sentiment of, do you know what I mean? The mood and people were just very strongly against it, which was just, okay, cool. <laughs> like, is This is not something that's like beloved or being defended as, oh, it's art or whatever kind of thing or freedom of expression and stuff. Like it was being condemned like literally by everybody in the comments and they were like, thousands of them do you know what i mean so i thought that, that was it, it, it's easy to see stuff and just put like label the whole country do you know what i mean and it, it didn't seem to be that case so, so i play it so that everyone can see it i, I think play I've some of it, it I, I know actually i don't know actually i don't know i don't know no, you think in promo purposes yeah, I just think it's given power to it. And why should we repeat an image like that? To be fair, nobody's actually asked to see it. If, if anybody does want to, I can just send it to you and you can watch it. Um, let's get the comments. Move on to the next. Okay, cool. Okay. Gracious Greatness says the massa phenomenon is problematic, to be honest. And also says some of our young ones are so naive of the of what the deeper meaning um, of things are. Uh, Red Border said these videos will haunt them. And Gracious Greatness says, yeah, there's nothing new about IR relationships. Uh, relationship team. Back in the day, we used to call it jungle fever. <laughs> we don't use that term anymore. Thing is, they haven't fully grasped or comprehended the, the thing. Everything is a joke to them. Um, and Candy says that Italian ad has got some Jessie from Little Mix vibes. She would do that. She would like recreate that. They'll be clothed, but there would be a recreation of that type of vibe. Miley oh. <laughs> Cyrus done it. I'm sure she did something similar. See, I think yeah. at least then they would at least throw in like an ambiguous that kind of thing, like <laughs> person. Long Maybe do you know what I mean? There'll be a white one just to make sure that it's balanced. They wouldn't. I get what you're saying. Like these guys just did all the shades of black. They did do. They did actually go from. They went from the darkest. The darkest. Yeah. The darkest was behind her. Then he went to the lightest at the other end. They yeah. checked. Listen, bro. 
it's so bad. Imagine if your if your family member said, "Yo, yeah, I got a new job." Don't you dare! Don't don't you dare, please. Why are you always got to bring it close? Some them times when you're just in your house, like on your own, you I'll just be weeping. I'll just be weeping because there'll be nothing I can do. The shade, oh god, it'll just be too much. Would you troll them? I feel my first thing is, I don't know. I think I'm gonna be like a cowardly troll. So I'm gonna let them know that what they've done is shit, but they're not gonna know it's from me. And I'm just gonna create loads of accounts. I'll just troll them. No, I would cuss. If it's anyone in my family, I would do. Any of the guys in my family, like, what the fuck are you? I think I've got that relationship where I can be like, don't, don't, what what are you doing? My nephew came and said, Auntie, he knows me already. I cuss him already. There's no way you can say I've got, I've done this job and I'm naked in an advert. The mascara and it's called blacker longer or whatever. <laughs> blacker longer stronger i would be like and he would he'd, he'd actually I, I can imagine if he did that which he would never do he would be laughing because he'd know the response he'd get from me it'd be funny all right all right all right okay so anything else you want should we move on to the next the final bit i think that was all of them all right what's made you sad mad and glad this week for me the buffalo shooting has made me sad because I put it there in sad, but it's not a question of sad, it's angry, but it's also a little bit of apathy because until shit changes, this shit is going to keep happening. Um, and white people have a lot of work to do. They do. So it made me sad, but also slightly like, oh, not again. Mad, the weather, and Auntie Nana's weather source is not having the accurate information. I'm sick and tired of it. Auntie Nana, can you shake them up, please? Apparently it is next week. <laughs> I mean, no, no, but in the, it is this week. Apparently, it's, I think it's Wednesday where it's going to be the hot day, like 24. All right, okay. That's not hot for you, but it's just going to be another one day thing, sorry. Okay, I'm also very glad to spend time with the aunties this weekend and to be on um, Kojo's The Rap Party podcast. It was very fun and the aunties haven't been together forever and it's been fun. And also I went to see Aunt Chris Rock with Auntie Farah that, and my cousin and his missus. That was phenomenal. And we got to meet Chris Rock and a beautiful Angela Bassett. And yes, shallowness be gone because she is amazing and very lovely. And we spoke to her too. Saw the guy, Sasha, he played Ali G, ignored him because I'm not over Ali G. But yeah, Chris Rock did not talk about the thing. And I don't know if he's saving it for his Netflix special or if he's just not going to talk about it. I don't want him to talk about it. I think that'd be quite powerful. But he didn't talk about the thing. But it was a very good set and quite funny, I think. Oh yeah, and one thing, I didn't get your names and I'm sorry, ladies. There was a lady who stopped us and says, oh my God, I listened to your podcast. I love the podcast, your aunties could never. And I was rushing because I had to follow someone to get to backstage. So I didn't give them the full attention, but I just want, she said, I'm I just listened to one today or yesterday. So she's a true fan. So I just wanted to say hello. And it was good. Yeah, thank you for pointing us out and telling us that you love the show. So saying hello to you, the lady that stopped me at Chris Rock and said, I listened to the show. Oh, yes. Lovely, Auntie Nana, what's made you sad, bad and glad? Okay, so same, the Buffalo mass shooting. It truly made me sad because I was just thinking when the videos were rolling through and at the end of the show, I will play the video that Amanda Seals shared, which has all of the victims all together. And a lot of them are older because they're just out shopping. And it's the age range and just thinking you've just gone out to get your groceries and they actually have food problems in that area as it is. 
like they're, they're in a part where there is a bit of a food desert and they don't have many shops so this is one of the only ones and it's a very black neighborhood and it's just it just hurt my heart that you can't just even go and buy groceries without this looming white pathology on your doorstep so yeah my heart just bleeds for their families and the ones that they've left behind i was super mad at the mp and safeguarding minister rachel mclean suggesting that people who are struggling should yeah. just do more hours of work or find a better paying job like her face if you could just squish someone's head mm -hmm. like literally like you're so infuriating they are truly trolling us and i just hate the government like most politicians i can't even think of one where i think oh they're doing a good job in any way shape or form i can't stand them but this to me was the height of just it's disgusting it's such a disgusting sentiment to tell people to work more or change a job like they wouldn't be trying to do that anyway like what type of shit is that and you're an elected member of parliament and you're paid by taxpayers and you're and you don't even do anything and you're telling people to be like work more bullshit so rachel mclean is disgusting so that pissed me off and super glad to be on kojo's podcast as well the rap party the episode is out now it's up so please watch it please leave a comment please big us up and share it as well and yeah and if you have a podcast and you would like the aunties on there to reason with you and spit knowledge invite us on so we're happy to do that but it was lovely spending time with you guys we had so much jokes we drank some prosecco and contrary to my cousin saying i'm always the one with the bottle in my hand auntie charlie <laughs> actually brought the alcohol this time <laughs> I saw that, you know. <laughs> right, it wasn't, I didn't bring the alcohol, I just opened it. There's a difference. Yeah. We poured and we poured and we poured. Okay, so sad also about the shooting for all the reasons you guys said um, as well. It's just like really, yeah, it's just this type of stuff shouldn't be happening still. Mad, a bit of a trivial mad, but lost my headphones, broke two nails. One of them really quite severely, and my thumb is hurting. My thumb is hurting. I've got a little plaster. I was hoping that the headphones were going to turn up. No, I've had to get new ones now. Oh, really annoying. But yeah, but yeah, so that's what I'm mad about. Glad. I'm glad about the Major League DJ show. It was just such a good uh, event. It was very, like, I thought this is, it was a moment for Emma Piano and stuff, and it was just, like, really a bit humbling, actually, to be a part of that kind of thing. It feels like a little bit of history. So, yeah, I'm really proud of us and, and what we've done in a very short amount of time, to be honest. So, yeah. Very good. I just want to throw in that I'm also glad that I've got Candice Carty Williams' new book. Thank you, Candice. People person. And I'm going to read it. I need to commit to reading it. I might do a little TikTok of me reading the story. Please. Yes. And I'm going to do book time with Auntie AK. I've got lots of books I want to try to read through. I'm going to try and do it. I've got to try and commit to do that. I will do it and we'll read. We'll start with Candice Carty Williams' Our. No, People Person, sorry, it's called People Person. It's her latest new book. Candice uh, wrote a review. A, like, a really quick review of you have so many books would be such brilliant content. I will do it. I'm, I'm going to start to introduce it into my schedule to do it. We should do it. All right, let's we get have another glad. Go on. I have a glad that I want to share with everybody 
that is like just somebody coming up to me at a barbecue and truly picking up Auntie AK to the point where I had tears in my eyes because she was so appreciative of what you do with the British Blacklist and she didn't know. So I see her at, we have a mutual friend, whenever he does a barbecue or something, we chat, we just talk about kids. But she, I was telling her about doing the podcast and really wanting to move into production. And she told me that she's going to identity. And I was like, oh, I will also want to rekindle acting. And then she was like, so what's your podcast? And I was like, oh, it's called Your Aunties Could Never. And she went, no way. I've seen that on the British Blacklist. And I love the woman that does it. And then she was telling me how she uses your resources every single week with her kids in media so they go through your posts they're up on her wall as well so she prints them off they watch films that you recommend and they discuss it as part of the media plan and you was the hero in october for black history month she had another woman as well as you and another woman another black british woman were up on the wall and the kids were like literally like saying what they appreciated about your platform and everything they're just like you have to meet her and she'll probably come and do a talk. Yeah. But I, my phone, I really wanted to record her as she was telling me all of this. I'm not doing it justice. Like Tony was, it was just such a brilliant kind of just what you do. Like she just summed it up perfectly and got the mission in its entirety. It was a beautiful moment. So yes, I will put you in contact because Russell has her number. He had his phone because he was smarter than me. So yes, definitely, I would love you to meet her, but she just had all the feels for everything that you're doing and had the highest pros. That also made me super glad. So well done for plugging away for 10 years. People are watching and just think you're making for people in education. It was lovely. Why are you hiding? (laughs) (laughs) I've got tears in my eyes and bad man don't cry. Because I, like um, I was going to say, because you know what, what touched me the most when she said about school, because I've said that I wanted it to be a resource as well for schools. And I'm not there yet, but the fact that they're finding ways to utilize well, it. This is it. Yeah. Amazing, because that's education. Mm-hmm. I want this to be like an archival thing where you can refer back and see where we did the fucking thing every day that we put a post out. That's my the legacy and the history of us in the UK. So hearing a teacher say that, my throat's a little thick, guys. <laughs> you didn't tell me it like that, and so now... Well, it's because I was writing it, but I was so excited in that morning and also, oh. you know, still drunk from the barbecue. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, like, this happened. But, yeah. And then Bro. you told me to get ready for the show, so I had to get up and get dressed. Oh, I mean, I'm very glad you, you said that. It's, it's, it's you're always really showing for women. I say women who are trying to do our own thing, trying to build our businesses and live out our dreams. It's damn fucking hard. And at times, you, you, as women, we don't sit up and smell the roses and accept our roses and flowers. Find it awkward. I find it awkward because sometimes we just do because we feel like we have to. We're in that role where we have to take care of everybody and we don't always get the thanks for it. So this is always great to get the reassurance to keep on keeping on. Yeah. Especially when you don't want to. <laughs> keep on keeping on it's being used right let's so, yeah. get candace's sad please candace says sad that jamaicans are not allowed being allowed on their own beaches but not mad about the motel that went down 
Candice, you need to tell me, oh, that what happened? What motel went yeah, down? I have not heard this story. We've not been allowed on. Jamaicans are not allowed on. Is that I saw the one that was the well, white woman that was doing some the most, and they I think she there was something about a beach in a Caribbean island. I think maybe it's that, but I don't know about the motel that got burnt down. That Candice isn't mad about. Please expand on that. You have to tell us more. <laughs> there's definitely because they, there's lots of land where they privatize it, and then if you're a local, it's, you can't get onto that part of the beach. It's just for the people that rent out the houses. It may be one of those. Mm. We definitely experienced oh, poor door business. Yeah. You know how I feel about poor doors on luxury flats. Oh, okay. So you can. This is our beach. You can't. You can. It's our yeah. beach, your land. Yeah. You can use it. And it's like place. when you're a local, you can't go onto that piece of the beach, and that to me is disgusting. But I don't know. I haven't heard this story though. I've not heard it. Mm-mm. all right okay guys thank you very much this has been your aunties could never we don't forget to like comment and subscribe follow us on all the social media platforms and if you'd like to listen back to us whilst you're doing a spring cleaning and such organizing your files and documents please driving to- driving very good or commuting or yeah. whilst you're at work and you need a sensible conversation to drown out the noise of your horrible racist co-workers yeah um, put us on yeah. Any major podcast platform, we are there, soothing your ears with our dulcet tones. Explain. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. So this is saying Chinese owners of a motel band Jamaicans. They made it for Chinese and white visitors. Mate, the problems of the other color colonizers. What are we gonna do, man? Bro, anyway, okay, we're supposed to be on a high note, high note energy. Like, comment, and subscribe. The aunties are here. We've got a Patreon. And um, yes, we'll be back next week with more. We'll be back next I've got, week. I've got, I've got a question to ask. Why is um, that? What's going on? It's, 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 a, it's a question for you guys, but also for everybody in the comments as well that's still with us. If you can just leave, I have an idea. I was thinking we should do a Spotify playlist for the songs that we like. Yes, that's a good and, idea. Like, people contributing to it every week. And if people in the comments would do the same as well, and then we could build a really good playlist for us Gen Are We The Xers. We're the Fantasticers. No, yeah. We're millennial. Well, no, are we millennials? No, we have a no name. I'm a millennial, yes. Yeah, so are you, Auntie Nana? Auntie AK and Auntie Farah not. Are they not? No, because uh, we have a different name. Ours is even we're more millennials. We're old millennials. Gen X. No, they're you guys are Gen X. We're Gen X. You are Gen X. We're not the same. No, we? it's called Xennials. We are Gen X. Xennials, and it's literally from 1975 to 1985. Oh, we're Gen X. I was Okay, someone's remixed that because it's Gen X, Gen X was sixty five to nineteen eighty. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm a millennial then. Millennials were born in eighty one to ninety four. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. And then they categorized <laughs> so it's only years as millennials <laughs> because we had the biggest change that influenced our our teenage and childhood years that nobody else has experienced, and right. they called it millennials. Right. So the okay. millennials are the they so say. Issy is yeah. just saying it. Zenials is a thing. I'm not even making it up. 
I've not heard it. Gen Zennials are the generation between millennials and Gen Z. So they're a mini generation in between. Okay. Yeah, so you might fall in that. You might I, would, I was thinking it would be lovely if we actually like just created a playlist because I think our tastes are slightly different to the older lot and the younger lot and we can create something special. Fine. So guys, contribute your things, your tunes. Every week we'll have a moment of reminiscing about the tunes and it, it might be a chance where Auntie Shadi gets to sing or probably me.